Well, as I mentioned this morning, we've got um, got some guests with us. Um, Julia, who works for an organisation called SAT7. And SAT7 is an organisation that we supported last year through some of our, our, our giving away. If you don't know, as a church, we give away, or last year we gave away about £30,000 in terms of the, the congregational giving to various different organisations. And they're, they're coming to see us during July and, and August. And one of those was SAT7. SAT7 may be new to a, a number of you, um, basically. Um, I tried to think how I heard about SAT7. And I think I heard about it because I got this email from one of Julia's colleagues. And David, where are you, David? You're somewhere. Yeah, David got one as, as, as well. And we found out through, through chatting to them that actually one of their biggest supporters was actually the rector three before me, Dennis Gurney, who some of you in your younger days will, 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 will remember, basically, and, and so on. He was the rector from 77 to 84, so that's a, a long time ago now, but um, he was one of the, 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 their biggest supporters. So they are a satellite um, TV channel, but Please don't think of like some of the satellite TV channels straight away that we think of. So some of the things like God TV or other ones like that or TNT or Revelation, it's kind of different because it works purely across the Middle East and North Africa. So I'm going to invite Julia up. Shall we pray for her? And then we'll, we'll begin from there. Heavenly Father, we just pray for Julia now. Lord, that by your spirit you would give her the gifts that she needs to speak to us. That you would speak through her. And that we would hear your voice, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. Right, I'll put that there. Can Do I bring this full slide? Yeah, you can. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you so much for having me today. It is an absolute delight and privilege to be with you. Um, yeah, I'm Julia Jolly. I look after church relationships for the Christian Ministry Sat7. I'm here with my husband, Mike, and we live in Exeter in Devon, but uh, I've had a lovely weekend hopping over to Jersey. So um, I would like to start by telling you about um, a pastor and his wife, who faithfully led one of the pro few Protestant churches in the city of Iskenderun in southwest Turkey. Sadly, they were two of the 50,000 people who lost their lives in the earthquake in the spring. But their 10-year-old son was pulled from the rubble alive. It's difficult to imagine what he went through. Funerals take place very quickly in that part of the world, and the 10-year-old boy, surrounded by his family and surviving church members, prayed out loud at his parents' graveside. The prayer was transcribed, and I was privileged to receive it. And I was struck by how such a young boy was able to testify of the goodness of God. And this is part of his prayer. Today, my parents are in a good place, by your side. That is why I thank you. No matter how much I thank you, it is too little. We are sad now but soon we will rejoice. They rejoice for us because we are alive. We also thank you for your goodness 
and taking them to be with you. I know how much you love them. That's why you took them to be with you, so they wouldn't suffer. We can't thank you enough, because thanks to your mercy, they were taken up. I find that prayer extraordinary for a 10-year-old. Um, his parents must have really taught him so much about God. So how is it possible for believers in the Middle East to know and experience deep joy in the face of despair? Well, like that boy, I think it's because whatever the situation, Middle Eastern Christians know that the Lord is with them, giving them strength and hope for each day. We at Sat7 are broadcasting our Christian TV stations. Um, we receive messages every day from people who testify to the strength that God gives them, how he sustains them through the challenges of life. And that same God is with you and with me. It's my prayer today that you will choose to, to lean in more and get your strength from him through his spirit. I know that in my life, before I fully gave my life to Jesus, I struggled so much with despair and hopelessness and a crippling sense of failure and loneliness after my mother died when I was a student. Even though outwardly I was doing well in life and studying and then working as a solicitor, but the things that I'd learned about God growing up from my mum stayed with me and when I was really struggling and when I knew that I needed to turn for help, I knew that it was worth giving Jesus a go. That sense of love and peace that came from the Holy Spirit filled me and the joy of the Lord became my strength and has been ever since. Through the ups and downs, God's love has transformed my life. So I was fortunate enough to have a Christian mum and I, like Pastor Hacken's son, I knew about God. But in the Middle East, it is not easy for people to learn of God's love for them. The church is very small and it is under a lot of pressure. So we can see on the next slide, the verse that we were looking at was the joy of the Lord is our strength. Oh yeah, that's the right one. Um, Nehemiah wrote this at a time when they were looking to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. They, as we read from the law, and the people were heartbroken at how their rebellion and disobedience from God had taken them so far from him. And they saw how much work there was to do in rebuilding. It was a huge task. But God said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that is true for every situation. The, the, glad, the strength that they speak of is the Hebrew word for a place of stronghold, of safety and protection, a refuge. And that joy is the same word for gladness. It's that abundant joy. The joy of the Lord comes from an inner strengthening from our relationship with him rather than from the outward circumstances around us or worldly security. When Jesus died for us, he restored to us that sense of peace in God that cannot be undone. So that is something that the people of the Middle East need so much. We'll go on to the next slide. These, sadly, are the words that seem to be so often associated with the Middle East. Conflict, poverty, persecution. There are 15 million people who have had to flee their homes because of ongoing conflicts. They come in and out of our news, but there are still conflicts going on at the moment in, Lib in Yemen, in Syria, in Sudan, and in Libya. And because of this, because of the huge displacement of, of people, both internally and trying to leave the region, there are 15 million children who don't get to go to school, which is crippling the generation and their future. So there is so much for the people of the Middle East to easily be distressed by. 
But God's love, we know, can transform their hopelessness and despair into joy despite their circumstances. Now, although Christianity obviously originated in the Middle East, and even only 100 years ago, about 10% of the region was Christian, that has shrunk to about 3% because of the conflicts, because of the rise of Islam and persecution, and, and people leaving for economic reasons as well. But that 3% is not equally spread across the region. It's concentrated in a few areas like Egypt and Lebanon, where there are sizable Christian minorities. In huge parts of the Middle East, people will go their whole lives without ever meeting a Christian. There are less than 1% Christians in a large number of Middle Eastern countries. So in the face of such a need for the Lord, for the hope of salvation and God's love, how do we look at that verse from Romans 10? How are they to believe in one in whom they've never heard? How are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? This is a challenge that SAT7 is doing its best to rectify. Over 27 years, SAT7 has dedicated itself to impacting the Middle East and North African region positively for Jesus through powerful, faith-filled satellite television channels and digital media, not just for a few. We are watched by millions of people across the region. We do surveys every few years, and the latest one showed that about 25 million people watch SAT7's television channels. We have an enormous audience and a platform, and it's all done by local believers. Local Christians are given a platform through SAT7 to witness to their, their fellow countrymen. So I think if you go on to the next slide, that shows the, the region. No, this is the video. This is our... Uh, you go back to the video and show you a short video which says a little bit more about what we do and how we do it. The Middle East and North Africa, a region rich in culture, amazing people and natural beauty. It is also a place of conflict, poverty and persecution. People are searching desperately for hope and change. Set 7 is a Christian media ministry that uses satellite television to broadcast across the Middle East and North Africa and is also available globally across digital media platforms. Our purpose is to share the Christian message and to support and empower the local church in its life, work and witness for Christ. We broadcast 24-7 on multiple platforms in Arabic, Turkish and Persian. Our programs include Christian dramas, movies and talk shows, inspirational teaching, documentaries and church services encourage believers. Our kids channel shares the gospel with children and young people and promotes their holistic development. We also provide educational opportunities for Arabic speaking viewers, especially for the millions of children who are not in school. By overcoming the challenges of illiteracy, censorship and limited internet access, Satellite TV is the most effective way to reach people. But on Sat7 Plus, the Middle East's first on-demand Christian video streaming service, tens of thousands of people watch Sat7 directly from their mobile devices. And our programs are also viewed by millions on social media. Our programs address all areas of human life and present a positive Christian vision for life and society. We operate almost entirely on donations to bring joy, show love and strengthen faith 
in one of the world's most troubled regions. And as we broadcast over borders into millions of homes, many people contact us every day sharing stories of how they have received hope through our programs. That is our vision, to see a growing church in the Middle East and North Africa, confident in Christian faith and witness, serving the community and contributing to the good of society and culture. helped a little bit <laughs> show what we do. Um, last year, we had um, 107,000 discipleship conversations with people. She mentioned in that video a little bit about how we have viewer support teams that respond to people's questions. And um, yeah, that's the number for 2022. We had 107,000 um, discipleship journeys and conversations with people, which feeds into what um, Ian was saying at the start of the service about the five marks of mission, um, which are the mission of Christ, to proclaim the good news, to teach and baptize and nurture new believers, to respond to human need by loving service, to transform the unjust structures of society, challenge violence and pursue peace, and safeguard creation. The version I have doesn't all start with T, like the <laughs> wonderful one you do. Sorry about that, I need to rewrite it. But this whole holistic mission of Jesus should be ours too. It's a manual for serving God as ourselves, individuals, and as a church. It transforms lives so that they too can know God's love and live with the joy of the Lord as their strength. It transforms communities positively and improves societies. As people's lives are transformed, they start living this mission too. And so the impact grows. Hopefully you've just seen how SAT7's holistic approach delivers these marks of mission through our programs as well as teaching and supporting women's rights in a region where they're treated as second-class citizens. We do also highlight and challenge social issues, as well as teaching about Jesus. So we have programs about supporting marriages, um, speaking against child labor and domestic violence. And there's a whole children's channel, which is teaching children of all backgrounds about Jesus. And we know that lots of children from non-Christian backgrounds, from Muslim families, allow their children to watch Sat7's children's programs because they're a safe place for them. They know there's not going to be any violence, there's not going to be anything inappropriate that those children will see. And so they don't mind the fact that we are telling them about Jesus um, and showing God's love with them. They see the difference in the behavior and the attitudes from their children. So we get wonderful responses from all types of families to our children's channel. So... We also we often hear about the tragedy of the rise of extremism in the Middle East on our news and media. But across the Middle East, there's a great questioning going on and disillusion with traditional religion, as people are taught unquestioningly to follow in the region. And where it is most absolutely in control, there seems to be the most questioning and the biggest rise in the underground churches in places like Iran and most recently in Afghanistan. So I'd like to share with you one of the many stories that we get in. This one came in a few weeks ago. I would like to briefly introduce myself. I'm Sogand. I'm a teacher at a school. In the last six or seven years, I've been mostly reading books on Sufism. I was an ordinary Muslim, and I performed the typical duties of prayer and fasting. However, about a year ago, I abandoned Islam completely and read about other religions. 
Finally, I saw that among all the main faiths, the way of Christianity seemed the most acceptable and logical. But I did not tell anyone, because living in a country like Afghanistan, speaking about another religion is like condemning yourself to death. Since about two months ago, I've had an electronic version of the Bible on my phone. On my birthday, I was alone at home and flicking through the television channels, and I came across a film about Jesus on Sat7. At the end of the film, a child prayed in the name of Jesus to invite him into your heart and connect with him. As the child was quietly praying, I closed my eyes and repeated his words, and then I said, Today is my birthday, and I am born again. You are in me, Lord, and I am alive in you. You are the first people who I've told about what has happened to me, because I feel I need to know more and to hear about the path that I must tread. These are the types of messages that we receive all the time. It is absolutely amazing the work that the Lord is doing in the Middle East and how people are searching and questioning. And for many of them, there is nowhere else for them to turn. But SAT7 is broadcasting programs for them to be able to see and have the viewer support teams for people to be able to contact and to engage with and be discipled through. So Sagan may have been watching satellite TV, but he also, if he has the internet, may have been directed by our support teams to SAT7+. Plus. Because although satellite TV is still the main way that people watch and get their entertainment and their news in the Middle East, mainly because it's uncensored, it's more trustworthy than the national sort of, um, uh, terrestrial channels, and people often don't read very much, they tend to watch in the Middle East. We also have Sat7 Plus, mainly for younger people who are actually using the internet more and, and watching TV on demand and through social media. And Sat7 Plus is very much like BBC iPlayer, so it's got all our kind of range of all the different programmes that we have, and people can watch them on demand if they have the internet access to do so. So often our viewer support teams will point people to um, a Sat7 Plus series that might answer specifically their question or that they can kind of learn more from. So the next clip that I would like to show highlights the importance of Sat7 investing in the next generation. So Mariam is one of our presenters, and she presents a program on Instagram for children and young people in Iran and Afghanistan called Church for Kids. Interaction with viewers is key in this program. We're going to see some of them in action in this video. I am here today to talk to you about all the impact that Church for Kids is having for the Persian-speaking children in Iran and outside Iran. Uh, we've been running this program for about 11 months now and we've seen great impacts in children's lives. For example, Church for Kids is not a program that I just write the script and come and talk to the children about it. In this program, we ask the children to get involved in our program so they can learn from each other and, they, and I can learn from them. For example, Mika, a boy in Turkey. He sends us every week a worship song playing by the violin but uh, he doesn't say the name of the worship songs or the lyrics, so the other kids have to guess what song he's playing. So they send us videos of them singing and dancing with Mika's song, and, the, and every week we have a winner of this competition. Or for example, another kid in Iran, a girl, uh, she sends us uh, places in Iran that she visits. For example, last week, she sent us a video of a church in Urmia, a city in Iran. She made a video of um, 
when it was built, what people go there, and she even interviewed a tourist that was there. Or another kid, another girl also from Iran. She sent us Bible verses in Turkey, in Kurdish, in Farsi. So we want them to get involved. Also, we teach them the Bible. We teach them Bible verses every week. And we ask them to write them down in, a, in their um, book. So in the end of the year, we can all sit down and see what we learned from our program. Uh, in Church for Kids, I am not uh, anymore the aunt, the auntie of the kids. Now I am their sister. They send me voices, they send me texts. They like to sit and talk to someone that can understand them, someone that is close to their age, that can give them advices, that can help them to learn uh, about God. And here, it's time for me to thank you all for supporting us because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here impacting the life of these kids. Thank you so much and God bless you all. It's a real lifeline for young believers in Iran and Afghanistan. These kids can't go to church. Our Sunday school and youth groups like children here can. So meeting and sharing with others online is vital for them to be able to grow in their faith. I know that in that clip, one of the children sent in a video of a church with a, a tourist there, but the churches in Iran, and there are churches in Iran that have been for hundreds and hundreds of years, you're only allowed to go to them if you're one of the registered um, members of the traditional Armenian or Catholic or Syrian communities. So you literally have an identity card that will say that that is your religion, and you show that and are allowed into the church building. If you are Iranian, um, Farsi-speaking, um, indigenous Iranian, you are not allowed in and you can, will be arrested if you try to walk into a church. So it's a very, very different world from the one that we are privileged to live in. So I have two points to ask at the end of this. One is, is the joy of the Lord your strength? You know, we have been talking about an area where there are huge challenges, but everyone has challenges in their lives. And, you know, we all have the Holy Spirit, we should be able to be living with that joy of the Lord in our hearts. So if you feel that you don't have that or you have lost that, then I would invite you to pray or ask Ian to pray with you and, um, and really ask the Lord to be your strength and to share his joy more with you. And also, I want to say I'm so grateful and thankful to St. Ones for your support for SAT7. I know that you support a number of local and international causes that are linked to this church, and it is so wonderful that you are so engaged with World Mission. This is something that obviously is very close to my heart. I love working for SAT7 and sharing these stories and being able to share what SAT7 is doing with people, and we are very grateful we can only do what we do because of the support of people like you. Um, I've given out, or well, you should all have some of these little leaflets, so if you would like to find out more, um, you can sign up for our news on the back or um, read more about it. And we also have lots more videos. We have video testimonies and other um, program clips with um, subtitles on our website as well. So please do, do have a look. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me.